welcome back to That's the Whiskey. Mm. I love that you say ooh every <laughs> time. I've started to notice that. I know. Okay, so I was watching the video, the promo mm-hmm. video, and I noticed that at the end when we were like counting in, you did it, and I was like, oh my god, she, I just realized she does that every time. And honestly, yeah. yeah. My brain has like a set script. That I use for every conversation. (laughs) I love it. Including noises. I think it's funny. I wonder if anybody listening has ever noticed. Probably. I mean, probably. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, like the Wendy show, how they're like, (laughs) No. (laughs) I should start doing that in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) No, but ours is, (laughs) Um, So, I firstly want to give a shout out to Brayden at Best Buy in Santa Rosa, California, because I went in there, and no, I'm not kidding, this kid literally talked to me and helped me for like 30 plus minutes, and I Girl was boss. literally like, I'm gonna fucking cry, Brayden, like like literally talking to him like that, and he was like, okay, like you'll be fine, and I was like, are you gonna cry with me? And he was like, no, because you need moral support right now, so I'm gonna be the strong one for us, and I was like, honestly, <laughs> and I kept calling him a girl boss, <laughs> um so but i told him he followed the podcast on spotify i believe and i told him that i would give him a shout out so shout out to brayden um if you live in sonoma county or i don't even care where if you live in another state fly in to see brayden at (laughs) best buy because honestly he was so cool so sweet so fun um and yeah so hell yeah isn't that sweet? We were talking about how customer service is just... It sounds <sighs> awful. It is. I've never worked in customer service, oh, yeah. ever. Well, I feel like you've endured enough through me to know, you know? Yeah. Plus, like, yeah. I feel like I still do kind of not fun work. Actually, I, do, I like my job, but it's hard. Um, and I have to deal with a lot of people in it still. You do. Yeah. Like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do. I feel like it's, I don't know, customer service is so, the thing I hate is that you have to be, okay, so today at my work, there was literally a line out the door, like, okay, you know how people will type no with a heart? Yeah. I, today was the first time in my entire life where I said that out loud, because the customer was like, (laughs) we literally stopped letting people order, stopped letting people in the store. Um, because we, we were already closed and we literally had like drinks that were, had been already waiting for like 20 plus minutes and there was like a line of drinks and I had to help my barista and, um, she came up, she's like, um, do you think I could just add one more drink to my order? And I literally went, no. And I just like walked away cause I was like, no, like, but I wasn't like rude about it. I was like, no. And she was like. Oh. You know what you were doing? You <laughs> were setting a boundary. Setting a fucking boundary. There you go. And so today's episode is about boundaries. I'm excited about this one. I'm a little Be- nervous. The thing is, I struggled so deeply mm-hmm. with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, so deeply. So I've thought about this a lot to yeah. stop being a pushover, basically. And there's, like, so many different, like types of boundaries there's like the boundaries Mm -hmm. you have with your family there's boundaries like 
when people are asking you to do things, you know, there's like mm-hmm. emotional boundaries, physical boundaries. Yeah, it really can affect time boundaries. Yeah, it you affects know. every aspect of life, really. Yeah, totally. Even like self boundaries. I've had to oh, put boundaries yeah. for myself. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, that's literally how I keep myself afloat is I'm like, okay, no more thinking about that. No more, no more talking to that person. Yeah, you need to cut that shit out. Don't eat that. Um, don't do this. Um, that's how I am with, like, vaping and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally, like, I know, like, I could hit other people's vape, but I'm, like, I have to set the boundary with myself Good for you. that I can't do that anymore mm-hmm. because I used to do it before, and then I would just start vaping again. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we hop into it, um, have you been? What's been going on this week? Anything Ooh. fun? Um... <sighs> Uh, so tomorrow is the Friday of my work week, and it's been a long-ass week. Um, I'm supposed to be a one-on-one for my client, but mm. I keep being put mm. on the floor. Today I got to actually be his one-on-one. Um, and then there's a client who was being very assaultive. or Actually, <coughs> he was kind of stopped from doing that, but it was this whole big thing. Um, and it was stressy, but, um, yeah, I feel like it's a lot of kind of grunt work cause I'm doing like mm-hmm. CNA type stuff for my one-on-one, lots of cleaning up poop, um, bed bath kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, but I love him. So it's been really fun being his one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, that's like a lot. I mm-hmm. could never, like, simply, I could, ne- you are doing God's work, my friend. Well, the thing is, I hear about a lot of other people's jobs, and I'm like, wow, that sounds like absolute hell. You're so listening like just, to me. Yeah. About my- yeah. Sorry, but yeah. No, no, I know. Yeah. yeah. On that note. Um, <laughs> so, I, okay. work. Here's the deal. I love my job. I do. Like, I actually like what I do. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much chaos right now that it's just, like, hard to, like, I mean, obviously, everybody in my life sees it. Like, I, Mm -hmm. what, we should have started the podcast, like, fucking an hour ago at least. Mm -hmm. And I've been texting, you know, trying to figure out, find coverage for tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm teaching one of my employees how to um do clothes and do the money because I'm supposed to be off tomorrow but if there's problems stuff whatever um so I don't know it, it's definitely stressful um I I feel like I'm I never stop working and I've never really had a job like that where I can't just like go home and like okay I'm not working but like yeah. here it's like you're always on call like you're always mm-hmm. like if something's always going on kind of Mm -hmm. which is a little frustrating but Mm -hmm. um hopefully things will get a little bit better but I have had like my friends like tell me like oh like um like you're not really like you're you've you're always busy like this is not I'm like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I am (laughs) I I am like I'm sure you would like to go hang out with friends too it's like people act like I'm like no fuck you I want to (laughs) work I want to go. That's not it. If I could just with, fucking yeah. lollygag all day, I totally lollygag. would. I would fucking be frolicking through them daisies, have, bitch. Because can we go back to the word lollygag? Yes. Because I love that word. <laughs> it's like a really good word, mm-hmm. but I've also never thought about how inappropriate it sounds. 
lollygag. Until I heard it. <laughs> lollygag. Why does everything I say get turned into something dirty in your mind? Because you're sexy. And Honestly, we're husbands. 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 Um... But yeah, um, I feel like we haven't really done much this week. We haven't seen each other, Mm-mm. right? That's so sad. We haven't seen each other in like a week. That's did, literally embarrassing. Did we last see each other when we did the last episode? Mm-hmm. I feel like literally embarrassing. I'm, I might seem kind of tired this episode because mm-hmm. we've both been so busy. Oh, yeah. But I've been looking forward to doing this one. Me too. Yeah. I literally, like I, when we record, I don't know what it is. It's like one of my favorite things to do mm-hmm. i just like i get excited yeah. it's fun it doesn't feel like a chore like Mm-mm. it's like we're just sitting here like talking shit honestly yeah. it's kind of fun and we record it mm-hmm. and then post it and people listen to it i love it Ooh, my i was driving a coworker home last mm-hmm. night and i just kind of mentioned that you and i do a podcast and it wasn't like a direct mention it was super small and she stopped me and she was like, oh my gosh, I saw you post about that on Instagram and like I listened to an episode and I thought it was super fun. And it shocked me that she listened because I know like some people that I'm like super close to or have known for a while have mm. listened. But like just like a just, like, coworker. People, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was sweet. you gotta think out of, you know, all those people... Um, when we look at the numbers, well, I mean, only the people I know that listen to it only account for maybe 30%. I don't know who the rest of those people are, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, welcome. Little anonymous you know, listeners. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Mysterious. I know. Sexy. I like it. I know. So... <laughs> We forgot to say, if you're new here, if you're new here, I'm Carolyn, (laughs) I'm Jasmine, (laughs) I'm sorry we fuck it up every time, but um, we're two cousins talking shit on a podcast, so that's just what it is, pretty, yeah, it's pretty simple, pretty Mm -hmm. straightforward, but um, yeah, I feel like it's been a, it's been a crazy yet mellow week, nothing to write home about, but Mm -hmm. um. Yeah. It's I, been, I feel like we've both just been so busy. Yeah, we don't even, like, have the time Yeah, to... we don't, like, we haven't even texted that much. I know. But now I'm making eye contact with you. It's having, great. like, I was having separation anxiety, not gonna lie. No, see. Honestly, my life gets worse when I'm not around you, and I'm not kidding. When, the more time we spend apart, the more miserable I become. And it's honestly really annoying. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that you love me so much, but I, I love you so much, too, so it's only fair. I I love you a lot more, but no. anyway, we're not going to have this fight <laughs> on the podcast. Um, so, boundaries. Um, I feel like I need to set more boundaries at work. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, so, I would, so, what is a boundary? Uh, boundaries are, to me, you know, when you are setting you're drawing a line i think Mm -hmm. and that shouldn't be crossed Mm -hmm. does that you think that would be a good that's a good uh i feel like example or definition no yeah because it's hard to get more specific than that at least for me it is because then i just start thinking of like specific boundaries which could be like in the workplace for me a boundary i should be setting more is trying to 
truly work as my client's one-on-one staff because that's what I'm hired to do. Like, I'm not being paid to go mm-hmm. work with the other clients. Yeah. Um, I have not been setting that boundary. But mm-hmm. I probably should. Or, yeah. like, a boundary with people you might know about, like, not wanting, like, physical touch or something unless you mm-hmm. know them really well. Like, it can no, vary. Yeah, totally. I, so I was actually talking to one of my coworkers tonight. Mm-hmm. He's a guy. Um, and I was asking him, you know, how, if he ever, cause I never really thought about how, you know, guys would be, um, kind of raised with this idea that like, they should always be accepting of physical touch from women. Mm-hmm. And that's gotta be so uncomfortable and it's gotta be really, really hard to set that boundary. It, like, especially with all the toxic masculinity oh, that yeah. we've been like, I can't imagine being a guy and, like, a woman just, like, is all up on me. Like, they just think it's, like, even I'm, I'm totally guilty of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, like, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not fucking, like, molesting men or anything. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I'll, like, you know, smack their arm or, you know, mm-hmm. like, especially at my work because we're all in such a tight space. Mm-hmm. Um, That's kind of different, though. But, like, you know, if, but if now when I think about it, if a guy, um, I was speaking to a guy and he, like, you know, hit my arm or whatever like that, I would think about it automatically. Like, I'm on, no, like, yeah. why did you just touch me? Mm-hmm. You know? And so I think men are less likely to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've thought about that before. Um, yeah, I feel like although women are often the victims of like unwanted touch and mm-hmm. assault and s- stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like men are left out of the equation. Mm. And also, it's not really talked about with men being the victims nearly as much. And no matter how often either one happens, I don't think that means, like, one gender deserves less attention on the subject than the other. My boyfriend told me he was at the bar maybe, like, a few weeks ago. And he was waiting in line for the bathroom and just kind of talking to people. And the bathroom opened up, and this random chick smacked his butt and was like, oh, it's your turn. Like, uh, oh, it's your turn, babe, or something. Fuck? And, like, I don't know if she was being flirty or, like, friendly and just drunk or okay, whatever. But whatever but it was. But here's the thing. Yeah. He was kind of weirded out by it, obviously. Yeah. That's weird. But <laughs> that's not a normal that's thing to do. not okay to just smack yeah. someone's butt. But I doubt anyone in line was like, oh, my God, that... Woman. Oh my god, sexual assault, yeah. Yeah, but if a guy but smacked my of, ass when I was oh, in line, yeah. that would be Everybody a would be going, big deal. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. It is definitely. I totally see that. Um, but not only, you know, so there's those boundaries, mm-hmm. right? The physical boundaries. And then there's the, um, you know, emo- what about emotional boundaries? Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, um, I can't. I don't have the emotional capacity to listen to this yeah. right now. You know, like, I definitely am. You ask me if I like you'll, I you'll try. Yeah. Cause I'm, I mean, I don't, I just <laughs> dump, I, dump. I really struggle with that specifically mm-hmm. on the side of the person who maybe people have needed to set the boundary with me in like mm-hmm. a clear, like respectful, but clear way because I, have always been someone that I can listen to other people complain or vent or be emotional pretty easily. I have like a particularly large capacity 
to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's put, like, I don't know, it doesn't take energy out of me. And the only thing that bugs me, and I tell people this, if they're ever like, oh, I'm sorry, or thank you for listening. I'm like, I truly feel fine listening to you. The only thing that would bother me is if you expect me to fix your problems. Yeah. Because I probably can't do that, but I can listen. And that's my boundary is like, don't think that you telling me this means I'm going to have the perfect advice. Don't Mm -hmm. make me feel like I need to give you advice even, but I will empathize. And, Mm -hmm. but like in high school, I had friends get mad at me because I would vent to them and they were getting burnt out listening Mm -hmm. and didn't communicate it until they were just pissed at me. And Mm -hmm. then at that point I was like, wait, like. First of all, I did it for them all the time. Yeah. And it's fair for them to maybe, not maybe, it's fair for them to not always be ready to hear everything I had to talk about and vent about. It was some pretty yeah, but, heavy stuff, but, but... don't just fucking blow up out of nowhere yeah. and be like, oh my god, I can't anymore, you know? like Yeah, but it's not really talked about setting boundaries, yeah. or at least not when I was growing up. Yeah, it's definitely not, and especially if you grow up in, and like for me... Um, there's a lot of ways where I think you could say that my family and like the people around me that I grew up with had no boundaries. My mom, mm-hmm. no boundaries, mm-hmm. none. Like, um, uh, like the, she was very open, I guess you could say with what was going on and like Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Um, or at least didn't make an effort to hide anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and I say that because I know that if she listens to this, she'll be like, Oh my God, there was so much you didn't know. But I'm (laughs) like, well, how do I know it all though? No, like (laughs) I'm not a mind reader, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, and so I think that growing up in an environment like that, it, it was really hard for me to, um, learn how to set boundaries. And I mm-hmm. think that, um, cause I think generally if you ask people around me or people that know me, I think they'd be mm-hmm. like, Oh, Jasmine has no problem setting boundaries just because I'm like a blunt person. Mm-hmm. But really I have a really hard time setting boundaries mm-hmm. and I always, and especially with men. Um, and so like, I also, uh, just a PSA, if anybody's <laughs> listening, you know, if you, that friend you have that's always overly honest or really straightforward, that sort of thing, um, don't assume that they, you know, are going to, going to tell you right away, you know, if they feel some type of way, because I don't think that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that everybody to some degree has a hard time, you know, speaking up about how they feel and what yeah. they need. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to have that in there. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, for me, it's always been, with men especially, really hard. Um, in terms of, you know, what you're saying about, like, kind of unloading problems on people, my whole life I was the person that people went to. Even now, mm-hmm. I have some friends who only text me when they have a problem. Like, mm-hmm. dead ass. They will literally only text me if they need something, like, need me to, like, be their therapist. Like, Mm. hey, like, I'm feeling really, like, um, depressed right now. Like, how do I get myself out of this? Like, Mm -hmm. or, like, hey, you know, like, this is going on spiritually, blah, blah, blah. And I guess it, like, kind of comes with the territory if, like, considering I kind of did that for a living. But, Mm -hmm. like, 
now, as I've gotten older, I've started to literally, like, I don't respond to people's problems with, you know, long paragraphs telling, you know, telling them how it's going to get better or, like, what to do, this or mm-hmm. that. Like, I don't have the time. I don't, you know, like, yeah. I, I, I just can't. Um, like, and, you have your own life stuff to worry about. Yeah. And it's not that you don't give any time mm-hmm. of caring to other people and attention to other people. But mm-hmm. if it's taking away from the time that you need to take care of yourself, yeah. then it's going to become an issue. Well, and it's like, if you're not going to just, like, hang out with me, like, yeah. to hang out with me, like, then yeah. I'm mean, go fuck yourself. Yeah, fuck that. But, like, and I feel like me setting that boundary mm-hmm. has been, like, really difficult for people Mm. you know like around me like or especially I don't know setting boundaries with my mom has been really hard like she'll fucking like something will be going on and I'll literally be like I don't care like I I don't this isn't my like you're my mother Mm -hmm. this isn't my business like I don't care that you and your best friend are fighting Mm -hmm. or that you know I don't care I don't need to know that you know, my brother's doing this, this and that, like, Mm -hmm. or, or like, I don't care that you're fighting with my other sibling, you know, like, and Mm -hmm. that causes, like, it has caused a lot of problems because I, like, refuse to listen. I think that's the biggest boundary that I've, like, learned to set is that Mm -hmm. I've just started refusing to listen to people. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not your personal therapist. I, I need, like, 20 therapists for my own (laughs) shit. Um, I'm, not gonna sit here and just like listen you talk shit about everybody mm. uh and this isn't just like about my mom this you know about it's terms, exhausting but yeah so it's like i, I think that i've kind of learned to do that but still with men uh, what, uh, what with men is difficult <laughs> i don't know i i'm just i'm afraid of them i think and mm. i think because i've like had such negative reactions I guess or being like oh I just don't like when you do that I think that one person really traumatized me like honestly like that was like really probably like a super super traumatizing relationship because anytime I would like bring up an issue I was met with just like avoidance and like silence Uh I tend to go towards men like that who like are super avoidant attachment and I'm avoidant attachment so I don't get it yeah it's I thought that if like I thought that I should be anxious attachment but they make it's like they try to make me anxious anyway uh-huh. but like no yeah that, I you mean. Like, like I and it's not like and sometimes I mean I've also dealt with men who are like would freak out you know <laughs> certain things but mostly I was just met with like okay I'm just gonna get up and leave and just you know and that's how like my mom was too growing up like me and my mom mm-hmm. issues but like um it was yeah like I was met with like either a freak out or avoidance mm-hmm. it's hard or like the silent treatment it's, oh my god my mom yeah. received me the silent treatment as a kid and which that... sounds ridiculous I'm <laughs> yeah sorry. that's not cool she I'm still sorry, does um mom but also sorry not, yeah sorry mm-hmm. mom but mm-hmm. that's not cool um But it's really hard to set boundaries in part because you setting a boundary doesn't mean the other person is going to respond how you want them to. Truly, like, I think there are good ways to go about setting a boundary. And 
there will probably be plenty of times in our lives where we set a boundary. We say mm-hmm. it like the best way we could have said it. Mm-hmm. And the other person will be upset. Oh, yeah. And that's just 100%. bound to happen. But it makes or it just hard. Like sharing your feelings. Mm-hmm. Like today, for example. <laughs> today. All my friends, like my group of friends, went out to dinner without me. In my opinion, if I was one of them, I would have been like, oh, like, let's just, like, do it tomorrow or another day. Okay, anyway, so I did cut a part out because we saw a cat and both got very excited, obviously. (laughs) But anyway, so they went to dinner without me. And I feel like if my friend, my group of friends who only, like, whenever they all hang out, it's all of them that hang out. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's never, like, oh, like, we'll just hang out with all of us except one of us. You know, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh, like, let's, you know, do it tomorrow mm-hmm. or, like, try to find a solution. Um, But I feel like because I've been so unavailable, they just, like, not, like, have given up, but, like, just, like, don't. But, yeah, kind of, like, just given up, like, whatever, you know, just mm-hmm. always going to be busy. Um. And today, so I saw my best friend, and she's going, obviously, and I was like, yeah, no, like, I don't like that. Like, that did not make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when you, like, first of all, it was a super uncomfortable conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, But it's, like, it's hard to, like, when you're trying to tell people how you feel so that you can set the boundary. Like, I need to set this boundary because I feel like this. I feel like it's where you're talking about your feelings. That's where it gets mixed up. Mm-hmm. Like, or where it gets hard, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was so uncomfortable. Oh my God. So uncomfortable. Just being like, yeah, I really don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely was not like, and I, I was like, I wasn't like raised to like leave people out. Like that's and like, mm-hmm. I mean that and I was like, it's nobody's fault. I just like, I would have done it different, and I need to get through my head that you guys don't think the same way as me. And I was like, it's somebody's fault. You know, mm-hmm. whatever. But I could still tell that she was upset. Like, mm-hmm. I know that she, and she was obviously upset. Um, and so stuff like that, where it's just, like, you're not met with, like, um, like, that's not how I wanted her to react, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's why it's hard for people to, like, speak out about how they feel in general. Yeah. Just, like, in general. Yeah. I know that know? I've really fucking struggled yeah. with that. I feel like you've, uh, you were a really, really passive child. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like you've definitely gotten better. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. Um, I, I feel like in the past, I wasn't able to accept the fact that sometimes I wouldn't be able to be the perfect person for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like mm-hmm. I needed to fit into everyone else's lives just right. When in reality, I'm the only life that I'm fully part of ever, mm-hmm. no matter what is my own. And no matter yeah, what, damn fucking right. I'm the only person that I get to have be there for me. In every yeah. situation no, for the exactly. rest of my life. Like, yeah. that's me. And it doesn't Nobody's mean Nobody's you... got you like yourself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and like like you were going to say, it doesn't mean that, like, fuck everybody yeah. else. You know? Oh, my God. Just... Do you like how we're literally mind- <laughs> reading each other's minds? I knew what you were going to say. That's exactly what because I was going to say. Because we're literally connected. It's because we're making more eye contact than I usual. I think <laughs> that we're in love. 
You think? Um, no, I know. But Thank you. Yeah. So what can boundaries look like? So, you know, you can say, I don't like when you, you know, me today. Yeah. I don't like when you guys all exclude me from your excursion. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't touch me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one. With family? Ooh, yeah. Ah! I remember you as a child. You didn't want to hug anybody. No, I... And I, everybody made you hug people. I no, remember yeah, that I remember specifically. being at my grandpa's house, mm-hmm. and we have a thousand family members. So at a family party, I was told I had to go hug every single person goodbye. And uh, I didn't want to. the worst. And it wasn't anything personal. I just didn't want to. But yeah. I felt like I had to, which then mm-hmm. made me develop a weird relationship between physical affection like it and being like, forced yeah. yeah and the thing is now that i'm an adult and I like had a revelation <laughs> sorry i i really really love physical touch it's a major love language of mine now but growing up i felt so uncomfortable with people touching me mm-hmm. and it makes me sad because like i was just so uncomfortable with all of it because i felt forced into things i wasn't down for yeah i don't remember being necessarily opposed to hugging and stuff as a kid, but I definitely see why that's an issue. Like, my little mm-hmm. nephew, he doesn't really like to hug people goodbye, and so I'm literally just like, whatever, fist bump, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Even though I want to hug him so bad, he's so cute, mm-hmm. I just want to squeeze him. But, like, you know, I, I really, really agree. You know, physical boundaries are huge things. Yeah. Or a huge thing. Um. I feel like, for me, I don't like being touched. I I, I like being touched by men. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! But me, me and my other coworkers was talking about that. I was like, no, yeah, I don't like being touched. But I like, I like, I don't. I think I don't like being touched by other women. Hmm. Is what it is. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. Some guy came up and fucking tried to fist my ass. Like, what? yeah, I would be upset. Oh, I thought you, you were know. saying that like that happened recently. <laughs> <laughs> I was real concerned. No, with but, how like, crazy things have been. Lately, honestly, though, I wasn't that no, I surprised. Know. No, I know that you didn't mention it. I was just like, oh yeah, honestly, yeah. Someone tried to oh, fist Jasmine. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you that today, when I was walking into work, um, this uh, this man had a leaf blower who was leaf blowing the sidewalk and he was like i can dry your hair if you want and i was <laughs> like and i literally said no sir have a nice day and i just walked away. i would like run that was my boundary but <laughs> no sir have a nice a day okay wait can i tell you yeah i don't know if do i look extra approachable lately because i clearly need to change something in my appearance because <laughs> literally now i'm dead ass I was in the parking lot the other day walking into a coffee shop. This man comes up to me and my best friend, Diliet, on a bike. And he asks if I would have sex with him for $100,000. And then Diliet didn't understand what he was saying. And she said, times are tough. (laughs) And then he was like, yeah, right? Tell your friend, times are tough. And I was like, no, 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 I'm leaving. Like, uh, it was so funny, though. I, I was Jesus. literally, like, so, like, what the fuck? So, clearly, I need to change something that's making me look a little too virtual <laughs> by men. Because I'm, at this point, I am not okay with it. Um, I think that maybe we should set a little pausey pause. Yeah. Let's take um, a little break, um, just for a moment, yeah? Yeah, because I could right. be, like... 
how do I make my brain focus right? on Right? Okay, well, we'll be back. So, give us a minute. You know, maybe go get go get some pizza. Go get um, some Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yes. Tis go the get season. some Girl Scout cookies. I've eaten so many. Ah, uh, I know. I can't believe you don't like Samoa's. Okay, I used to. I just don't anymore. Did you eat too many of them? I Probably. do that. I know. I don't like caramel. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> we'll be back. Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> hope you guys had a good little break. I know it was a lot shorter for you than it was for us. We just, um, like, had a whole sex sesh. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> we just did the nasty um okay i'm i know that when i listen to that back over it's gonna make me cringe so if anybody cringed hearing that know that i'm cringing with you um we can all cringe together yeah all cringe um so i think being able to cringe at yourself is an important thing to mm -hmm. do quickly and then move on i'm trying to find a way to not be so embarrassed by myself that makes sense I didn't know you, you struggle with that. Uh, <laughs> why? Because I seem like the most confident person in the world. I honestly, I it's okay with me that everybody thinks that I think I'm the shit. Um, I don't know. I don't think anybody thinks that of me. But like, I th- I think that people just, think I'm generally sure of myself. Yeah, and I am solid. I am. Mm-hmm. However, it's like when I listen to past things I've said, or like I remember things I. I like I like when I think of things mm-hmm. or like it's usually interactions that I've had like with men where I literally like things I've like said or like just like oh I just yeah. can't like I, I literally think about it and I'm like <gasps> my brain fog it. has gotten so much worse in the past few years that some days I like can't talk I just yeah. stutter over my words I lose mm-hmm. my words I lose my train of thought and it was, like, exposure therapy. And now whenever I say something embarrassing, it's so much easier for me to be, like, just typical moment for me. Yeah. And no. then I move past it. Yeah. Well, at least you can do that. I mean. Sometimes I think I that the, Well, and the, the important thing to remember, too, is that most people aren't paying nearly as much attention as we are. No. You know, we are our own biggest critics. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho. Um, so... Let's talk about why do boundary boundaries boundaries <laughs> Jesus why do boundaries feel so hard to set um I think going back to us talking about growing up not mm, having boundaries modeled for us totally. that much if it's not something mm. you grow up with it's weird it's yeah it, it's weird it's unnatural yeah i try to remember that as kids, whatever we learn is pretty just normal. Like, we don't think twice about it mm-hmm. until we grow up. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things you might not think twice about consciously. No, totally. Ever. Yeah. Like, I, but that's not necessarily the norm. It's just how yeah. you, you yourself, personally were raised. Mm-hmm. That's why people are so different and have different personalities no, and totally. values and all that. Yeah. But everyone thinks they're right. No, no, yeah. And I'm one of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, kind of. Um, well, and also, you know, I think the biggest thing for me personally, I can't speak for everybody, but, uh, when people just the way people reacted in the past, you know, mm-hmm. that really, really kind of has made me super, super afraid to set boundaries with people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I remember, yeah, you know, like being little and trying to, you know, tell my parents, my family, like, hey, like, I don't want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel really feel comfortable doing this. And it was just met with like rage, like just mm-hmm. pure rage. Like, what the fuck do you mean you don't want to, you know, like, it, mm-hmm. it, or, you know, or guilt tripping. Um, mm-hmm. That's a big one. I hate the guilt tripping. The guilt tripping. That's something yeah. that at work I've heard from some coworkers that one of our bosses would ask hey can you do this overtime and they say say like no I just I can't Mm -hmm. and they'll be met with like why or yeah like like, why can't you change whatever you are doing when in the end yeah like who the fuck are you this is just a job all they need to say is no I can't do that yeah you cannot oh oh you know is it this or that like I hate when why do the thing is too is like and of course I never feel like this when I'm the one setting the boundary but if you were setting a boundary or others my train of thought is you know okay first of all uh why do you feel so entitled that you think that you have the right to question why somebody is setting a boundary with you Mm -hmm. how about just learn to accept it don't be a fucking biatch And just move along, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and how much easier would the world be if somebody said, Hey, I don't really like when you do that, you know, Mm -hmm. like, uh, Hey, like, can we not, you know? Mm -hmm. And the thing is very simple. Yeah. Really? I think that a healthy boundary is one where the other person isn't expected to Mm -hmm. take any action unless they want to, but you're saying what you're going to do. If they don't listen to your boundary, like if a family member came to me and they were trying to talk shit about someone I care about. And I was like, Hey, I still care about you. I want to have contact with you. But if you keep talking about this over and over again, I'm not going to be able to keep talking to you for a while. Mm. Then they, yeah, like, I guess they can choose whether or not they want to keep talking about it but they Mm -hmm. know what I'm gonna do and I'm not telling them you need to stop doing this I'm just like I'm just so you know like Mm -hmm. I can't do this for myself well you know what else that that makes me think of is like setting boundaries with trauma like (sighs) for me (laughs) I mean I like had to let people know if you still talk to or associate with my abuser, mm-hmm. somebody who molested me as a child, sexually abused me as a child, if you still talk to them or are okay with them, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you. I never will. You know, like stuff like like that mm-hmm. is a boundary that I had to set with many people. If you're okay with that shit, if I don't give a fuck if you don't want to cause problems, I do not care. Mm-hmm. You do you really need to be friends with them on Facebook that bad? Like right. somebody who you don't see, you don't talk, you know, like so I've had to that that's been a hard boundary to set, you know. Mm-hmm. I I didn't want to go to the funeral because um somebody said they're going to be there. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. That was a fucking shit show and um because literally, like, they would have just been there just to, you know, taunt me and try to, like, intimidate me, you know, and that was the, that would be the only point. 
Um, and my cousin told me, she said, everybody gets molested. You just need to get over it and not ruin the service. I still can't. <laughs> That's a very um, traumatized family thing to say. Because no, not not everyone gets molested. Yeah. Not no one should be and molested. Even if everybody was molested. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> why should I have to accept that? Yeah. Like yeah. why should I have to accept the fact that I've been abused by like more than one family member? More than two. Ooh. Why do I have to accept that my family's full of fucking child molesters? Why do just because all of you accept that doesn't mean that I should have exactly. to exactly you know so I'm setting the boundary of if you fuck with these people I don't fuck mm-hmm. with you and here's the thing is like when you set boundaries you're not saying if you're giving people ultimatums Ooh. you're not setting a boundary no, you're just being a manipulator that's dead different. ass I mean although I do feel like in terms of abuse that's totally different mm-hmm. but. I think it's very fair to say, hey, um, if you're cool with my abuser, I don't fuck with you. But it's not, hey, if you're cool with my abuser, you know, like, I just, like, um, I'm not going to talk to you. But then I'm going to start talking to you. Then I'm going to talk to you, you know, like. It can be or, hard to you know, stick with if them, you, too, yeah. Yeah, and it, but it's, like, or if you're, like, hey, um, if you talk to this person, like, I'm never talking to you again because they stole my bracelet in, like, second grade. Stuff like that, like. Mm-hmm. You're just an asshole. Like, come on. Um, but, or, you know, for, I, I struggle with PTSD Mm -hmm. and we both know I have boundaries that I've had to set, you know, Mm -hmm. I will freak out if I smell a certain smell and I, like, it's not like I freak out on people, but like I freak out and then I get embarrassed and I don't tell anybody Mm -hmm. what's going on, but I have to tell people, Hey, like. If you're going to produce the smell. <laughs> if I'm you're going to... Okay, produce honestly. smell. Yeah, okay. <laughs> honestly, I hate the smell of weed. If I smell it, I'm I'm going to go into full-blown panic. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's totally beyond what anybody would expect. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. I used to be a stoner, and I fucking love that shit. But shit happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have a real PTSD diagnosed, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and the thing is, it's not like you're going around telling people never smoke weed. Don't smoke weed. No, I, I think weed's great. You know, it helps a lot of people. It's like, I remember you being like, just don't smoke it in my house. Yeah. Just don't smoke it in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause it's just, and so I've had to set that boundary, which has been really hard Mm because the people I'm around, you know, my brother works for a well-known cannabis club in North County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, my whole family, not my whole family, but most of my family smokes weed. Most of my friends smoke weed. Most everybody around me smokes weed. Mm-hmm. And I, it, that's been a really, really hard boundary to set. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, and I've been met with so many, like who fucking cares, dude? Like, it's just weed. Like, and I'm sorry that I'm not a fucking drug addict. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, honestly though, I, I'm the thing is, is I think marijuana is great for some people. Mm-hmm. It's not good for others. Mm-hmm. For me, it sends me into like a full blown paranoid, like I could end mm-hmm. up in a mental hospital. Like, 
it doesn't, it does not great things to some people. I don't yeah. care Can if we? you think we should smoke the flower, sativa, indica, fucking whatever. I don't care. No. It, I'm saying it doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So keep it the fuck away from me. And it like, and that's it. That's it. So simple. It's so So simple. I'm not telling you to never smoke weed in your life. Fucking you do it. If that shit works for you, then good. If it makes you less of an asshole, then thank God. (laughs) But fucking stay away from me. You know? And But I have been met with such, like, like, shitty reactions. Mm -hmm. Like, like, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry that you are an addict and you cannot go more than an hour without smoking weed. Mm-hmm. That is not a me problem. No. You are an addict. That mm-hmm. d- that is a you problem, mm-hmm. you know? So, I uh, and so I think because of like reactions like that, it makes it really hard. Mm-hmm. Um but honestly, my fear of a PTSD episode is way stronger now <laughs> than my fear of reactions. So, I, at this point, I'll tell people, you better mm-hmm. get that shit the fuck away from me. It's really hard to set boundaries because, or at least in part, because it's not by any means uncommon for there to be, like, pushback. Um, I think, like, in all fairness, I can see why someone setting a boundary with you can feel, like, almost threatening at times. Mm -hmm. Like, just naturally. I don't think that that initial... Yeah, defense. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think it's important to talk about things like feeling defensive and you know wanting to explain why the other person's wrong like those sort of immediate reactions that are internal those are normal honestly Mm -hmm. like I've had times where someone has told me something like hey like whatever (laughs) whatever we've set boundaries with each other and that's been hard yeah but I mean not really (laughs) I don't know honestly I feel like we're so in love that it's like hard for us to We've yeah. had difficult moments. We've had moments. Don't get but not, like, that kind of difficult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's been difficult. Though I feel like we get uncomfortable because we're so used to things being perfect. That when they <laughs> yeah. go a little teeny bit out of the loop, mm-hmm. we're like, <gasps> Yeah, God. yeah. Because that you doesn't know? usually happen. But it's natural. Yeah. And again, like, ah! I, I don't want to think about it. Ah! I I'm just, done. I... I'm done. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> Don't Let me out of this fucking room. No. I'm just kidding. You're <sighs> locked in. <laughs> but, you know, I want to say those feelings when someone's setting a boundary with you, mm-hmm. they aren't, like, bad feelings to have. They're uncomfortable yeah. as fuck. But mm-hmm. your responsibility is to not just react with your immediate thoughts yeah. or feelings. Yeah. It's to, you know, if you really are wanting to say something defensive immediately. Honestly, a big thing with boundaries for me, both setting boundaries and having boundaries set by other people, mm-hmm. I take a lot longer to respond in those situations because mm-hmm. I know that I might feel the need to overexplain if someone mm-hmm. pushes back when I'm setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. So I take a second and I kind of, like, think about what I want to say initially. You remember who the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are times where I, yeah. you know, I want to be like, oh, well, I have to do this and this. And then I stop. And I'm like, okay, no. I don't need to explain myself to mm-hmm. them. I can just be like, yeah, I just can't. I can't do that thing for yeah. you tomorrow. Like, simply, no. 
Yeah, I was about to say I'm sorry, but it's like you don't even need to say you're sorry. I've been trying to practice not saying I'm sorry. I don't know if you've noticed. I um like if even if somebody like if you tell me something that's going wrong, normally like back then I used to be like, oh I'm so sorry, like blah blah blah. But I try not to say it anymore. Um because. Like, I am trying to break the habit of apologizing for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say I say I'm sorry probably, like, over a thousand times a day. I'm you know kidding. what that makes me think of? Mm. Women in particular add mm. a lot of, um, I think the word for it, the word for these words is, like, modifiers. Mm-hmm. And basically think of phrases or words that anyone can use, but women are kind of raised to use them more often. That kind of, like softens whatever you're saying makes you seem less sure of what you're saying um I, uh, less confident but it uh, can also make you seem like more inquisitive yeah i think it makes our statements into questions yeah interrogatives because honestly i but i see why because we get negative reactions mm-hmm. men are fucking scary and mm-hmm. i don't mean to make this a I hate men club. Not at all. I love, I love men. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love men. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, I think that the way we've all kind of grown up and been brought up this world, you know, it's, it, it's a tough place. Let me tell you. It, really? It's a little fucking spooky sometimes. And standing up to men is one of those things that yeah. really is spooky. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so let's dive into why it's worth it to set these boundaries. Because, mm-hmm. you know, of course we could sit here and talk about how fucking hard and awful and shitty it is yeah. all day. But, but, but let's, let's remind let's, everyone. Yes. Let's, let's remind ourselves. Step back. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. I need it. Right now. Uh, yeah, setting boundaries is important to me, in my opinion, because you know what's the point of sitting there with that awful feeling? Mm-hmm. You know, like is that really how you want to live? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go through this life knowing that you never really spoke up for yourself? You never really stood up for yourself. You know, that's not mm-hmm. fucking girl boss. No, that's lame. Uh, <laughs> You know, and if you don't have the courage, then I'm not calling you lame. Um, yeah. it's I'm calling just... your anxiety lame. Yeah. Um, but, and I think, you know, I, I just, a communication is key to almost everything. I think yeah. a, a, a lot of problems, you know, that we see in our day-to-day lives would be solved if we just spoke up. We simply Slowly. choose not to. Yeah. And that's just kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, when it comes to setting boundaries, you know, of course it's uncomfortable, but, you know, think of a time where you set a boundary. Just think of one. Would it have been better if you didn't? No, Mm -hmm. probably not. So it always proves to be effective and beneficial Mm -hmm. to the people setting the boundaries and, you know, for everybody involved really, because then the other person isn't crossing any boundaries without knowing it. Yeah. That's the other thing is if you don't set the boundary and okay, not for everything. If say there's some guy that's all over me and I haven't told him yet that I'm uncomfortable because I'm uncomfortable about even saying it in the moment, like I'm freaked Mm -hmm. out inside or whatever. 
like that's a situation where he should simply know better but say like you know in the situation of me and my friends back in high school I was venting to them I didn't realize that they were behind the scenes being resentful towards me Mm -hmm. but they never told me why so I never had the chance to change my behavior to help our relationship a fucking amen amen bitch with boundaries in general it's like Short term, it can be really fucking uncomfortable. Um, maybe there will be, like, tension between you and the other person. Or they'll respawn badly. And there will feel like there's some drama. But in the end, the long-term effects of setting a boundary for yourself mm. are, you know, first of all, long-term, obviously. But they're going to positively affect you so much. And it's willing... Or it's worth that Mm. short-term discomfort i agree and like you deserve to feel happy long-term yeah you shouldn't have to deal with a bunch of short-term uncomfortable moments all the time like deal with one short-term uncomfortable moment for a lot more time that you're spending feeling like you're not burnt out at work or your friend isn't making you feel resentful towards them Mm -hmm. or whatever it is like it's worth it for a million reasons. Well, and, you know, I think that it's important to know that, like, I don't care if it's your family. I don't care if it's your fr- I know Okay, family, I know it's hard to set boundaries with family. It's very you know, hard. I can't do this favor for you. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't um, listen to you right now. I can't do this or that. Anyway, I know it's hard to, you know, set those boundaries with family because... You know, we've been raised with these people our whole lives. We have so much love for them, mm-hmm. so much care for them. But honestly, families, just some people that you happen to be <laughs> fucking born into in mm-hmm. this lifetime or whatever you believe. Honestly, it's totally random. There's mm-hmm. not, you don't owe anybody anything. You're not your family, not your friends, not your employer, fucking your boyfriend, girlfriend, they, them, whatever the fuck, partner. I don't care. Your dog, your cat, you don't <laughs> owe anybody anything. Truly. You could fucking go walk on the sidewalk naked right now. You could do whatever you want. You could go fucking do something wild. You know, we could do so much in this lifetime. And I think people really forget that we have free will. We have the power Mm -hmm. to literally do anything. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you need to do is feel like you owe anybody shit. (laughs) That's, you're going to just live a life of misery. Honestly, like Uh, if you're pleasing everybody around you and not only are you letting other people down because you're not letting them know what's wrong and essentially your whole relationship with them is fake, but you're also letting yourself down, which Mm -hmm. is more embarrassing than any of it. You know, Mm -hmm. you're the fact that, you know, you're willing to compromise, you know, your own self, your own, you know, relationship with yourself Mm -hmm. um, just to please other people. You know, that's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's super horrifying i'm i'm really embarrassed yeah. to hear that you're doing i'm just no. kidding <laughs> okay yeah, i'm no. just kidding Sorry. i, was, I just remember kidding. my therapist oh my god again i want to say i'm so grateful i'm going back to oh, therapy i love her Woo! um Woo! i need it like 
like a, a lot. Uh, <laughs> but she told me once, because I've struggled so much with this kind of thing in particular, mm-hmm. she told me that I, if I had like a cup and that cup was something I could fill with self-love like I should fill it with so much self-love that it overflows and then whatever overflows is what I can give to the other people mm-hmm. like but yeah. I need to fill myself up first. Yeah. Like, fill your own cup first put your oxygen mask on first yes. like you need to do that you have to take care of yourself and it's, it's hard it takes practice to well, the thing set is, boundaries for sure but it's worth learning about. I think setting boundaries is an act of self-love. Mm-hmm. And if you don't love yourself, you're not going to love anybody else. And nobody else is going to love you truly. I mean, they might, but you might, you're might. you not going to be open to receiving that love the way that you could be. Mm-hmm. If you um, really, truly had that self-love, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that... Um, Oh, that's interesting that that was... Anyway, we ha- we had some quotes that we really liked about, you know, setting boundaries and boundaries themselves. Um, I found one on TikTok, and it was at Nerdy Traveling Writer on TikTok, I think. And pimp. Yeah, so pimp. Um, Pimpin'. Pimpiest. Pimpiest. <laughs> it's like but... Pimple. They said, <laughs> they said, setting boundaries is a form of self-respect and you deserve to be respected. Honestly, like, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Literally. Like, there's no reason, at the very least, like, there's no reason that you deserve less respect, mm-hmm. less understanding, less value and love, no matter what, than other people. Yeah. I... If anybody listening to this needs just a sign, just needs somebody to tell them, you deserve respect. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you might hate yourself or whatever the fuck, you deserve all the respect in the world. Mm -hmm. And you deserve to show up for yourself Mm -hmm. um, in that way. Uh, My quote that I liked... um, (laughs) Um, and I've always, oh, I think we're going to have to, um, pause for a second here. So one second. Okay. Welcome back. So the quote that I liked, um, was always expect rejection when you refuse to be manipulated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a quote on Tumblr that I saw years ago. Um, but it stuck with me my whole life because I think that that, like I've, you know, spent this whole fucking podcast saying Jasmine can't set boundaries cause she's afraid of people, you know, like it's, I like that because for me, it's been proven to be so true, you know, mm-hmm. expect rejection when you refuse to be manipulated, when you set that boundary, when people are like, Oh, well, you know, I did that because this, or like, yeah. you know, like, Oh, well, maybe you could just do this, you know? And then you refuse to let them have access to you like that Mm -hmm. people freak out like you'll see grown-ass adults fucking like lose their shit over not getting what they want or not oh especially parents like Mm -hmm. oh when you don't give them access to you something about like family members thinking Mm -hmm. that they can just like 
Ugh, like, all the time. You like, just must be loyal no matter yeah. what. You, you <laughs> like, serve your ass on a silver platter yeah. for any reason. Like, what makes you think you're that important? <laughs> Honestly. And again, the thing is, even if, like, you know, you don't feel like this family member is, like, a toxic person mm-hmm. or always asking a lot of you. Even if it's just, you know, usually everything's chill with them. But mm-hmm. there's this one situation where... You know, you just don't feel quite right with what they're asking from you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm... My bad. Say, <laughs> Say, you know, this family member's usually great and you haven't really had issues, but there's this one thing they're asking too much of you, even if, like, you feel bad, even if you wish you could do what they want, genuinely, like... Even then, they might respond negatively to you. Oh, yeah. And Oh, I've gotten those surprise, you know, surprise. Those sneak attacks from people where you think that they're going to react one way. And then they're like, act, like go fucking mm-hmm. ape shit. I feel like... Or they don't. They just ignore you for like multiple <laughs> weeks. But yeah. I mean, whatever. We don't... We don't. It's... I'm not even hurt about it at all. So uh, it's fine. I... I... Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell if you're serious or not. What do you mean? Okay, like, can I tell you? I that just had today, a... I my coworker and I were talking, and I one of them said something, and I and I I had responded, and I was like, oh no, I'm sorry. Like I know that it sounds like I'm either joking or being super rude every time I say something. <laughs> Um, and, and then my coworker was like, yep, my other one, there was just like over, <laughs> overhearing and I was like, um, excuse me. And he was like, no, like you just do. I don't know. It sounds like you're joking all the time. Like, and I was like, oh, it's the no tone of voice thing. Um, so I'm sorry if you can tell if I was joking or not. It's just who I am as a person. I don't experience this with you, but I've definitely experienced with other people who just don't have a lot of tone to their voice being like, oh my God, what's wrong? Here's the thing though. They don't mean to make me feel the way I'm feeling. And, you know, like, I understand why I might be, like, anxious and start being like, oh, what's wrong with them? But, like, you don't need to. Ooh, another boundary I'm trying to set for myself is to not try to guess what the other person is thinking. And just be like, Mm. if they have an issue, they have to straight up tell me. Like, I'm not gonna... You know, try to interpret your passive-aggressive messages or whatever. Like, I will just simply take what you're saying as simply what it says and not read between the lines. Oh, that's really hard. Because it's exhausting. It's exhausting to try to figure it out. Setting boundaries with yourself is so important for your mental health. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, bitch. I would be fucking, like, done if... I didn't, like, really start setting boundaries for myself. Being mm-hmm. like, Jasmine, you cannot wash your hands one more time. Oh, my God. Jasmine, you cannot. Jasmine, you can't bleach your groceries anymore. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Jasmine, you can't shower more than three times a day. Yeah. Not okay. You don't... You know what? I struggled to mm-hmm. set with myself. Leaving work and leaving the work at work. Oh. Especially, I know you can tell because I've been talking about my job a Girl, lot don't worry. lately. But, like, I think it's especially hard for me because I work in a group home. 
There's six clients. They're severely autistic, nonverbal. I, I just, I genuinely care about them. I've worked at this place for a couple years now. Like, honestly, I know I'm their caregiver, but it's also like you develop a kind of like friend relationship or sometimes it's like a family feel almost because you're there for super intimate moments for them. Like Mm -hmm. I see them when they're having a meltdown and having a really hard time and need help through it. I see them like literally like naked kind of vulnerable, helping them get like washed up. Yeah, that's something that makes it hard to not get attached and not go home and worry about them. Yeah. And I've been really struggling with just like, I don't need to think about it all the time to still care. Okay, but it's really hard. And I really, truly get it. Mm -hmm. I think but I I think that a lot of that comes from when you like your job. (laughs) Yeah. Or, like, you actually yeah. genuinely love it, like, even though it's hard. I don't, mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, and I, I've definitely been somebody who struggles with holding unhealthy attachments to things. <laughs> Same, dude. Obviously. Um, but, like, I, and so I, I get that, but I think it's about finding a way to... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys are listening I've been drawing um, while doing this and I don't know who I just drew but it's honestly funny kind of looks like I, you. Oh, are you joking? <laughs> yes I oh am oh my god okay I couldn't I couldn't let you like worry about that for any longer than that split um, second I feel like I, I can't Me I want body dysmorphia <laughs> really you're so beautiful we should talk about body issues sometime Oh, <laughs> Carolyn, literally, like, okay, can we talk about how my little cousin called me chubby? Literally told me I was chubby and then hit me in the, proceeded to hit me in the face with this Spider-Man, um, <laughs> Spider-Man doll twice. 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 <laughs> Not just once, but twice. So he called went, me chubby. Bam, bam. <laughs> bam, bam, bitch. <laughs> no, he, he called me chubby. He was like, move. <laughs> he said he said move chubby and i was like oh you're fucking done no and i literally was like i didn't even acknowledge it because i was just like okay i'm gonna move on because you're gonna make my eating disorder come back um and then he got his he got the arm of his he has a giant spider-man toy it's like a, it's a stuffed spider-man it's literally like four feet tall Jesus and Christ. he literally picks it up grabs the arm smacks me in the face Wait, like and he i was like uses its hand to <laughs> <smack> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. yeah no he doesn't just smack me with it he grabs the arm of it it smacks me in the face with it. and then and then after that, I'm like, hey, you need to not do that. Like, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just, he was like, okay, I won't. And then he smacked the fuck out of me. Oh, like, my God. <laughs> okay. <sighs> See, <God. laughs> I think he was just trying to get a rise out of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I was like, Jasmine, please what? don't worry about that comment. Because the no, thing is. I literally just needed to spank his ass, but I don't believe in hitting kids. But I was like, damn, dude. Like, I was like, I cannot have kids. Because the only things that stopping me from whooping your ass is the fact that you're not my kid. Um, <laughs> but honestly, um, 
Yeah, and I tried to set a boundary with him, and he did not follow it. He literally <laughs> smacked ooh, me in the face again. Ooh, you know what? I've actually God. seen. Um. Well, okay. I've seen. T- I'm on gentle parenting TikTok a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I keep trying Martyrs to get off it. So much, girl. I'm on Amish TikTok. <laughs> I've been on Amish TikTok for years now. Really? Like, yeah. I don't know what it is. That sounds kind of. Oh, fun. I'm on Kink Talk too. Me too. Which, it's, honestly, it's kind of scary I'm though. Right? No. Sometimes it is. I don't know. Sometimes I, there's I'm one where it's like, why part. are you posting this online? Yeah. Where I'm like. Oh, I overshare I a lot, comment. but whoa. I look, yeah, no, <laughs> I overshare a lot, but whoa, whoa, fuck, baby. <laughs> what is it? Fuck, baby, fuck. No, oh my god, I found it like kind of hard to like not share so much with um, my coworkers. Um, it's like I don't know because it's because I'm like their boss, so it's like I want to be like. Oh my god, yeah, like, like I sometimes I want to be like, yeah, fuck that bitch, like, you know, this and that, but I literally can't, like, I'm not allowed to talk to you them to about each other. Girl boss, Jasmine. Or, like, sometimes, like, they literally talk shit about each other to me, and, like, if I wasn't their boss, I'd be like, dude, just let you know this bitch talked that little shit about you, but yeah. I can't, like, I can't, because, mm. you know, and, because, like, and it's hard, because, like, for me as a person, I don't know if it's just, like, you know, like, OCD or what, where I'm, like, I have to tell you the truth, you know? Mm. But, like, sometimes I literally, I have to, like, lie by omission and be like, oh, I don't know. Or, like, stuff like that because, mm. like, because I'm their boss. And I have to, like, have that boundary with myself, which is really hard. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like having ADHD is, like, sometimes I just overshare and then I, re- I regret it. <laughs> like, same. a lot. It's really, really hard. I feel like I I can be quiet sometimes and I think part of it is because I'm so afraid of oversharing that I'll mm. just, like, turn off my no. speaking. Yeah. You it's know like what I mean? I literally live in regret for so long that I have trained myself to just, like, never say anything again. Yeah. Is that bad? Honestly. Yes. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Like, no, not bad. Not like you're bad. Just, I don't know. I've ne- not, I don't think I've ever actually. I mean, mm. You deserve to talk. No, but sometimes I just don't want to. If you don't, I don't want know. To, I feel like. No, 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 no. It's just because I'm afraid I'm going to say something stupid. But like, I can say that out of all of our um, episodes, I've never regretted anything I've said on an episode or on like on this podcast. I stand by everything I say. Um, I stand by everything I say, and then you edit it out. Oh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Mm. It's understandable. I like that joke. That was probably not appropriate. Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah. The one that would have got us fucking canceled for life by the white people. Um, I am a white people. Yeah, but honestly, I'll offend white people all day. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But I do care. I care about this podcast. I care about the podcast, yeah. And the successor, I'm, if I'm being totally honest, I don't want to get canceled. Just no, to be yeah. straight up, open and real. But I will say that, okay, we are going to have to re-record the first episode. That bothers me Jasmine, so bad, and you know it. Everybody yeah. knows it, and I'm sorry. Jasmine's been talking about this for a while. We keep... Uh, it's we keep, hard, because here's like, the thing. We're so busy that I, I feel like it's just like, oh, we got to find one night where we can record the next episode but we need enough time for like two yeah to re-record the first one i think because we're trying to do like a new one each week i don't know Uh, i'm sure there will be times here and there where we don't get it out there was when i was like in the hospital 
I think but. that we are gonna do amazing. You're and doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> you're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, and I think that we just need to take some pressure off of ourselves. You know what I mean? Um, I probably put a lot of pressure on us, not gonna lie, because I get I, I don't know. I'm so passionate about the no. plot. Like I don't I don't understand what my issue is. Honestly. I just I just want it to be perfect. Me too. And I want people to like feel like they can rely on us, I guess. Yeah. So sometimes I get like a little antsy. But here's the thing, whenever I feel like I can like think of situations that you're like talking about but the thing is I am a perfectionist but it makes me scared to try it all if that makes sense like I think that's what I do with my music like I love playing Uh, guitar I love singing but I'm so afraid of doing it wrong that I just like don't sing in front of people or play guitar in front of people you are such a good singer okay guys Carolyn is such a good fucking singer. You should have heard her at our cousin's wedding. Oh my god, what song did you sing? Okay, it was those... so fucking good. Wait, which one? There um, were two. At Barbie's um, wedding. I almost just said funeral. Which part? Because all of our family members die all <laughs> the time. That's usually when we see everyone. No, literally. What? But what part? I sang when she Not walked Angel down the aisle. from Montgomery. The one oh. that you sang with, uh, like, on the stage thing. Or, like, Inside. Wait, inside that was Angel from Montgomery. No, you sang another one. I sang one outside. No, you sang one inside too. Yeah, the inside one was Angel from Montgomery. No, it wasn't. You sang another one. I swear to God, I swear. Cause no, cause Angel from Montgomery isn't like upbeat, is it? It's not super slow. Make me. I don't remember the lyrics anymore. But, because the other one I sang was when she was walking down the aisle, I played guitar and sang First Day of My Life by, I don't remember the band, but a friend slash old boss of mine described the singer as sounding like he's always about to cry. (laughs) That sounds like you. Oh. (laughs) It's true, but, oh, to get back what I was saying a minute ago, sorry, my brain goes all sorts of directions. you're all good. You being, like... I feel like you're just, like, more on top of stuff, and you, like, push me to get through You can just say I'm a of... bitch. No, I'm no. Because I feel like I, like, am hesitant to a point where it's, like, I want to not be hesitant so bad, and you're, like, supporting me through that initial phase of hesitancy, mm. and now I'm, like, oh, for, ready. Like, the podcast? Yeah, I'm, like, ready to, like, get into it now. But at first it was hard, because I was so scared of, like, fucking up, and... People not liking it. No, I definitely... It's like when we get the positive reactions, that's what makes it worth it to Oh, me, yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I... When somebody reaches out, I was like, hey, like, I love your podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, you love my podcast. So like, sweet. and I do, you know, like, it, it gives me motivation. I'm like, oh, like, people are actually listening. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually kind of care. Yeah. Um... But, you know, it's hard. I feel like we were from a fucking small county in Northern California. Mm -hmm. Who the fuck are we? Like, sometimes I literally think I'm like, who the fuck am I to think that I'm going to do this podcast and it's going to go somewhere, you know? But I guess I always fall back to the reality of the goal was never for it to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's always just been for us to sit here and chat and... 
you know, yeah. post it. And if somebody wants to listen, then go ahead and yeah. listen. But I honestly think that this is more for us than it is for anybody. Yeah. You know, I think it's, like I think a bonus, we get more satisfaction so. from it. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing it. that, I mean, it's helpful to people is fucking amazing, you know? Yeah. And I've always, my biggest thing my biggest goal is I always want to be able to talk about the real raw shit that mm-hmm. other people are like too pussy to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. like, or not too pussy. Cause that's not really fair to say, but you people know, people don't usually I talk would, about that. Yeah. Like if you want to talk about sexual abuse, we'll talk about Dude, it. Last you know? night, my coworker you know, and I were having a conversation that led us to like, she was crying, talking about something super personal. And I was just mm-hmm. like, like, I wish she wasn't upset. But, like, I love those kinds of conversations. Like, no, yeah. let's get to let's it. Let's get real I, down. And, and it's the Scorpio in us. Oh, We're both Scorpios. Yeah. Honestly, just... Team Scorpio, I have to say, because we really get down and dirty. Yeah. Really. If you're a Scorpio and you're listening to this, just know that we love you. Um, if you're a Libra and you're listening to this, a Libra male, um, we don't fuck with you. Oh. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm not sorry. Not in relationships, at least. Yeah, not in relationships. I'm just kidding. Um, Lieberman, do your thing. Um, you see stop. that as if you don't go after Lieberman. I know. I don't know what it is. I just love them. They just, <laughs> men born in October. So I literally, I, if I did the math, honestly, I would say 80% of the men that I've dated have been born in October. There's something Damn. about them. Yeah. Hmm. And they're just so fucking annoying that I <laughs> I just can't. Like, they, like, act all nice and dandy at first, and then you get to know them, and they're fucking... They traumatize you. Is that just men? Yeah. It's just men in general. Sorry, that was a little aggressive, Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Mm. Was that offensive? You know what I saw the other day? You know, like, some people be like, oh, not all men. But (laughs) this girl was like, yeah, sure, but it is all women have experiences of being, like, assaulted yeah. or harassed or stalked or something. And that's why we fucking talk about it. Because that's just, like, our norm. And it's a really shitty norm, but that's our norm. I love the way people are so quick to defend men. I love the women who are so quick to defend men. Like, okay, girl boss, they don't like you either. <laughs> Like, I'm sorry that I have to say that out loud and, like, offend people. But, I mean, honestly, like, um, I, I, no, and I don't really feel that way. Uh, again, I'll say what I said in our podcast about men. If you feel offended, then you're the exact man we're talking about. If you don't care, then you know, you know you're, yeah. you're doing your thing. Yeah. You know it ain't, like, you know it ain't you. You know, you know it ain't you. Um, and we but, appreciate y'all. Yeah. Who just now? Yeah, but if you're gonna, you know, uh, my thing is as a woman, if you're gonna break the girl code <laughs> and befriend a bunch of ratchet men, <laughs> dude, did you ever watch Girl Code? Um, no. The show? No. Oh my god! I think it was Wait, on is that MTV. with the Zoe girl, or was that? New it was girl? like interview style. No, it was like interview style. They would talk about different subjects. Oh. Yeah, I did. Oh my god! Wait, I loved that show. I forgot it existed. You know what other show I forgot existed? What? Until the behaviorist, because one of our clients is really just struggling with behavioral stuff. Mm-hmm. So my company's behavior analyst came in and was like on the floor today, and 
nothing was really going on, so he sat down, he turned on the TV and put on Deal or No Deal. And I then, used to fuck with that show. I used to I forgot that show. how good it's so boring, but it's deal like Deal it, or No Deal. Oh, gotta call the banker. I fucking love the I have an offer for you. And the then drama. My one on one client because he for weeks because remember, like severely autistic Ben, for weeks the only thing he would ever watch was Christmas movies. <laughs> and I was running out of them. Um and oh, he finally switched. Time. He he wanted to watch Deal or No Deal. Oh because <laughs> he was my out God. in his wheelchair when the behavior guy turned it on and he was just like super fucking into okay, it. Okay, and that is a plus. That's a fucking win for all of us. I know. I I love that for us. I you know what I think that we need to start a show together. Definitely. That could be fun. Oh mm-hmm. my god, have you watched Gossip Girl? Can you no. please okay. I know I know what you're thinking. What? I don't know what you're thinking. But I know what okay. <laughs> I know what I thought when I when everybody's like, watch Gossip Girl, watch Gossip and I was like, No, dude, I'm never gonna watch a fucking show called Gossip Girl. Like what the fuck do I look like? <laughs> but now I'll let you all know if anybody's seen Gossip Girl, you know what I'm talking about. If my future husband doesn't love me like Chuck Bass loves loves Blair Waldorf, I'm literally gonna fucking dump his ass. I'm yeah, yeah, dump his ass. I'm not I'm not marrying ass him. Ass dumped. Ass dumped. Um wait, can I tell <laughs> you the 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 other day? Um I know I mentioned it in last week's podcast, but basically one of my um former employees um freaked out on me and whatever. Um and he when he was yelling in my face, um he was like um he pointed to this letter that I wrote to the team, um like introducing myself and like kind of just saying, "Hey, like this is what's going on." Um he he pointed out he was like, "Your letter?" and then slammed the door on it and was like, "Bullshit. You bullshit. Everything you say, bullshit, Jasmine. You're fucking bullshit. This oh is bullshit." God. And honestly, I just want you guys to all know that although it was traumatic and I actually was scared, I was shaking so bad that my um, one of my employees was like holding my hands, like being like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm um, fine. I'm fine." But honestly, it was funny. Looking back, <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Like the fact that a grown man yelled in my little face, <laughs> your little face, <laughs> in my little face. I have to buy kids' glasses, so <laughs> bitch, the face is Wait, little. Really? Yeah. I have a big head, so I have, don't yeah, don't I have a little you more head a, for you. You don't have a big head. I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you literally don't. I do. Dysmorphia? Sorry. <laughs> no, you really don't. I think that. That's... <laughs> anyway, um, no, but. Uh, that's honestly funny. The fact that he was just like, fucking going off. That's pretty like, funny. That's honestly funny. Um, and I'm not over it. If anybody's wondering, <laughs> <laughs> although it's funny, I'm not over it. Um, but yeah. So I guess that that uh, settles it, right? Uh, if anybody's still here, made it this far into the podcast. Um, thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much we for listening. We love you. Um, and I, I want to, you know, lastly mention that just because we talk about these things doesn't mean we're great at it. I sometimes have, I like, I think it's fair to say that I sometimes have no boundaries. Um, I treat everybody the same. I have a really hard time 
knowing um, what not to say to people, mm-hmm. especially strangers. I literally treat everybody like they're my best friend. I give way too much personal information. I <laughs> have no sense of stranger danger. Um, and that's why I attract creepy people. That reminds me of the little kid. That's I used why to... I keep getting molested. Oh. <laughs> Jasmine! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Well, now I feel awkward bringing up what I was about to say because I was going to say you, you that reminded me of the kid I used to babysit. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want that to. <laughs> no, because he used to go to the park and tell people where he lived and shit like that. Okay. And his mom. Literally me. I was there and his mom was like, dude, you got to stop telling people things like where we live. Like they could be sneaky people because he was like five. Sneaky people. Sneaky people. <laughs> And he was That's like, so but they were nice. And I was like, sometimes sneaky people seem nice at first, and that's why they're so sneaky. And his mom was like, facts. Like, that's why they're sneaky people. Honestly. <laughs> it was if I ever funny. accidentally have a kid, you can be their nanny. I'm going to be their okay, father. I was going to say, you're actually going to be their dad. Could you imagine if one of us gets married? <clears throat> oh, my God. This would be so bad. That would literally be so bad for us. Oh, my God. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing. We'll marry each other. I'm sorry. I would Let's never just be do that. Platonic to us. life partners. I think that's Honestly, such a cool concept. When I was could. driving over, I was like, "Me and Jasmine could just get like a duplex one day. Like have our own places, but like connected. Connected. <laughs> Honestly, could you imagine? Our lives would be so much better. I think, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, <laughs> I think that things would be a lot better for us. No, but, yeah. Anywho, is that healthy? I don't know. I was just, (laughs) I was literally just thinking about how I need to, like, stop being so obsessed with you. Do you think that our obsession with each other comes from the fact that we're not fully satisfied in our friendship? (laughs) Sorry. Okay, anyways, it's getting a little too personal. Yeah, it's my moon. It's my Leo moon and my empathetic side that needs you to know in detail why and how much I love you. I, yeah. Yeah. Except I don't have a Leo moon. But I think for me, I just think that we're the shit. I don't know. There's something about our family is so... There's so much chaos all the time and mm-hmm. so much trauma and generational trauma and hurt mm-hmm. that I really, it, it, there, there's, we relate to each other in a way that we're just, I think, unable to, you know, relate to other non-family members. I get what and you I mean. think that that's a big part of it for me. Like, yeah. I don't have to explain anything to you. I don't have to sit there and be like, oh, well, this person, you know, yeah. did this. Because unfortunately, that's why, you know, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, or sometimes fortunately, the family we come from affects so fucking much of our life. Oh, or, yeah. Even if, like, they're not in our lives as adults. Like, First of all, gonna, everybody dies all the time. They're going to affect your perspective on things oh yeah for, totally forever probably and, like, a lot of our trauma is kind of has the same energy <laughs> i know that's a weird um way to put it because i remember i said that in a, another podcast episode and I, I it sounded funny but honestly the girls who get it get it <laughs> and the girls who don't don't and our fucking trauma has the same energy and that's just what it is. 
Um, but I feel like that's also why we get along so well because, mm-hmm. you know, there, we don't have to, like, explain the fucking, you know, we don't have to get into the yeah. nitty gritty. It's not complicated. We just kind of get it. I feel like we don't have to explain ourselves. Yeah. Ever. No, totally. Except I, like, for, like, the two times I've been, like, triggered and I was like, I need Jasmine to know that I'm not a bad person. But that doesn't happen yeah. much. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, I don't I mean, think at I all. can't, like, really think of any time. Um, but like, I, I I don't know. I feel like we really give each other the benefit of the doubt and like Mm -hmm. really, 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 really trust each other. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's probably why we work and whatever. Anyway, Mm -hmm. you know what I wanted to say earlier? First Mm -hmm. of all, I'm in love with you and I adore you. Yeah. I'm more in love with you, but okay. But no. Anyway. We're doing this later. Um, <laughs> we do that every day. Oh my god, we have the same laugh. That was creepy. <laughs> I love it. But I wanted to say to anyone who's still listening. Um, Nobody's listening. <laughs> to anyone who's still mm. listening, take what resonates and leave what doesn't. Truly, truly, yeah. truly, truly. I'm never going to be offended. I'll be offended if you, you know, are like, you're fucking stupid for your perspective. Yeah. But if you're just like, oh, it doesn't really fit with my situation or my life. Or like, this thing just didn't, just didn't fit my vibe exactly. Like, that's fine. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that either of us is wrong. It's just, you know, take what resonates. Yeah. And I mean, isn't that the beauty of having a podcast, right? Is like, we just get to kind of sit here, shove our opinions down your throat, and you do whatever you want. You can regurgitate whatever you want to. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Wow, that was really good. Like a little goat. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Don't go. Okay, you're done. Their food. No, I thought that was cows. Maybe they both do it. Cows have four stomachs. I know. Mm. I kind of wish I did. (laughs) Honestly, can I tell you that I haven't eaten dinner two days in a row, three days in a row? Because I'm afraid to eat. Well, I think I, <laughs> I should really shove some food down your throat right now. I know. I really enjoy talking to you and having you guys I always listen. enjoy talking to you. Oh. And having our little besties listen. Hi, little besties. Hi, little besties. Um, Even if you're like 6'6", six, six, you're our little besties. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Dude, okay, 17% of our listeners are men. Still. To this day. So whatever men are out there. Hi. Hey. Are you 30 plus and single? Within at least two foot long. <laughs> Just, Just. <laughs> Sorry. Break. Just kidding. Yeah, no, that would be a problem for me. <laughs> um, anywho, though, um, <laughs> guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you heard it here first. That's the fucking whiskey, bitch. Good night. Good night. Or good morning. Or, or afternoon. Hey. Hey. hey I, bye. Mean, I mean, bye. I mean, bye. Sorry. <laughs>